0: you're listening to Wanderlusty, travel stories lessons and tales from some of our favorite people we've met abroad today is just london and i and we have an open and honest conversation about some things that have been weighing on us uh other things that have made us excited about the future or our day-to-day uh you know despite uh, what the past and present have been like the recent past and present anyway um yeah we just have a lot of fun with this one though it does get a bit emotional uh, so just enjoy. Hello,
1: hello, hello, hello.
0: Hi. Hey, what's up, Kim? This is it. <laughs> this is it. I feel like Michael Jackson at his, <laughs> you know. Oh, actually, no. Let me not use that reference. Like
1: <laughs> his so, uh other stuff, uh, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: but what's going on today oh shall we okay I know we here right now and this is still like the beginning time but um I had a thought that just came and just gone but I don't know we can just get into it but now that you are ready spaghetti.
0: yeah I mean you know Freddy ready spaghetti season finale right. that sounds know?
1: That's so good. I guess we can start off by saying, like, what are you up to? Like, what are you doing? What's your what about at this particular time right now at the end of this season?
0: um, very In a very different place from when we started, which is so interesting because we, I went, we started recording maybe in October, I want to say, ah. October or November. And we didn't start, or no, maybe it was October because I remember we didn't start publishing until like the end of November mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but yeah and I think yeah because when we yeah I remember I was listening to some of the older episodes and there's ones where I'm like yeah I'll be going to Poland in a couple months and like all this and that and it was just like oh like a little dish you know but um yeah so I'm still and I don't I don't think I've even updated you on this maybe I did I can't remember who I've updated or like what's going on mm-hmm. but um You know, like, with all the restrictions and lockdowns and stuff, um, I decided that I would wait to go to Poland until the fall. Um, Yeah, yeah, so I'll be going to Poland in September, which means I'm staying in England until then. Whoa! Yeah, I mean, if immigration, like, is on my side, because I will, you know, I'll have to leave at at about the six month mark, which will be sometime in the summer. And I'm hoping that that'll coincide Um, because my cousin was supposed to come visit me in Poland, but I want her to come anyway still even if I'm not there. Um, So I'm like, okay, well, I'll I'll have to leave anyway. Um, And so that'll like work out nicely if I can like coordinate her coming with when I have to leave. And then fingers crossed they let me back into the country, but I'm not trying to stay here permanently. So they should like, (laughs) you know.
1: hold on you talking about staying where permanently in England England. like I
0: don't want them to think that I'm trying to stay in England permanently (laughs) they're gonna be
1: like oh man we don't see no type of work permit no exactly like like, my job business first off ah." all time okay so what's the plans for up until then right
0: so um okay so my honestly because I was having like I would chat with Eric about it just a little bit because I was not having doubts but well yeah maybe just having like sort of doubts in myself and my ability to transition into this career of teaching and all that and I was like I don't really feel adequately prepared you know I'm like I just felt like I was going to be so isolated and alone and I was like I just don't think I'm ready for it and I was really just like maybe I should just go back home because you know yeah like it's comfortable and I know it and then we sort of just talked it out and he was like the only he's like the only reason why going home is better is because you're familiar with it but in the long run like what decision is going to make you the happiest and what are you going to be most proud of yourself? and I was like I know I know I know I know but just I don't know I was just was having like lots of doubts like you know momentarily but I think not I think I know that I'm feeling better about the decisions to postpone because I was like I have so much time now so that means that I can start teaching online a little bit. So I'll have some more practice, you know, before I do in person. And then I think um, I'm really excited because it's now it's just like, okay, I get to devote like much more time to the podcast and just learning as much as I can before I have to dive, you know, into my career and have to like handle both. At this point, it's just like, okay, well, this is like, you know, like, the number one thing that I'm, like, dealing, I mean, I, there's, like, other things I really need to be prioritizing, but I'm, like, this is a creative outlet, so therefore, it's, like, it's my priority, but I'm, like, yeah, it's, um, yeah, so I'm just hoping that I can continue to keep growing and learning in, like, this space that I have before I need to just, like, get serious about working, and I think, honestly, at the core of it, it's just me being, like, ooh, I just want to, like, soak up this freedom in my 20s for a bit longer before I get, just start you know working and stuff um I think that's really what I what I'm trying to do even if I haven't like said that to myself or like said it out loud I think that is what it is but um yes
1: (laughs) that I feel that we in our 20s we young we wild we free we still you know still need a little bit more footed into learning what we need to learn Mm -hmm. and You know, well, hopefully we change the face of, like, careers and stuff as we go forward and stuff. But as we've seen in generations prior to us and stuff, just, like, how people get into, like, the system, like, you know, start working and stuff. And, like, it's so hard for them to find, like, you know, even time for creative outlets, um, much less, like, finding themselves out of that system, like, after a decent amount of years of working for somebody, you know, as people still working all the way, like... (laughs) super old you know still trying to make that coin and it's like who wants the who's so in a rush to like jump into that kind of structure and rigidness when it's like we thankfully we've opened our eyes up to like same just like all the opportunities life has to have i mean life has <laughs> outside of um you know some purely capitalistic kind of like way of getting it like And also just like ways without like, you know, making a whole bunch of money, although traveling is expensive, but like, you know, in this like space and stuff, like kind of making what works now work and like um, really trying to figure out the value of the stuff that we have in the time being and stuff. So we don't press ourselves too much on being like, oh, we need to get this job. We need to figure it out. We need to get all this money so we can have you know, the sense of contentment or happiness, one is already present and stuff. So I love that for you. And I love that you're taking your time and really like considering like your happiness and stuff. In the grand scheme of things, like even like you know though like you're pushing it like out a little bit like that's still I don't know very reflective of just how you want to just love on yourself and treat yourself in this time and like know that oh I just need more time and this is my way to like show up for myself because I know I'll be able to show up better in the future if I give myself this time so I'm like yes you better and you in England so you like you still you know still on your travel tip. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. at this point, I'm ready to book a flight.
0: <laughs> I know, I'm like now, okay, with me being in England, I'm like, okay, Newcastle reunion, because all we need is London now, because everybody else is here. So I'm like, oh, I'm hop gonna... on over.
1: <laughs> Let me look at these flights for real, for real. But honestly, I wouldn't be mad. And I'm like, if somebody can house me, you know, for about a month or um, two, as long as the uh the people don't start looking for me, because my, uh, what you call it, uh past due or whatever the uh, visa but um yeah you know (laughs) that would be actually love and that's sweet okay Mm, so okay I wanted to ask more questions about that but I'm not sure how much detail you want to get into it but uh oh I'm
0: fine I mean yeah just I'll like answer like how you know whatever
1: perfect (laughs) it's (laughs) like okay so what is the you probably just answered this but um what is like you know, going to be a your schedule until then. I mean, aside from the podcast, you know, because we all love Wanda Leslie, you know, make sure to follow us on Instagram. <laughs> but um, aside from the podcast and everything, like, what do you want to, like, is there anything in particular that you want to get into or, like, um, just happen to?
0: Yeah, so... Experience? Um, so I'll definitely, cause I was like, I want a source. I can't just live on savings forever. So I need a source of income and experience. So Mm -hmm. I'm definitely gonna, um, just get into teaching online. And I, months ago, like back when I was applying, like trying to do my practicum for my TEFL, I applied to some companies to teach. And so I was like, okay, I'll just like, you know, go and like Uh, actually like finalize that stuff so I can like you know work with one of those companies um so yeah teaching which isn't like I mean it's not like like the like a fun creative thing but it can be if I make it that way I think if anything I'm just like a bit nervous about it obviously because it's completely new and like sort of unknown and I know I'm gonna like stumble a bit as I'm learning but I'm sort of excited not excited a bit just like okay like I'm recognizing that this journey isn't just going to be like a very easy just you know complete exponentially like growth sort of thing um which is like a thing. I'm really glad that I because I feel I don't know around the time like before I was coming um to England to study last year I was like um wow not last year because last year was 2020 yeah I don't know, in 2019 wow time flies but right. um I remember just telling myself like don't have any expectations, just let the experience be what it'll be, and that was just a really major um, like transition, like of thought, like for my life because I think I've always been I've sort of teetered back and forth between like having lots of expectations for stuff and then getting disappointed. And then, you know, just sort of like relaxing and allowing things to surprise me. And that is, that's how I approached England. And I think that's why I had such a great time. And it like was so transformative for me because I just was like, yeah, I didn't even think about, cause you know, when you, I do my little daydreaming, my, fantas, my fantasizing and I'm like, oh, what could this be like? And what would that be like? And um, I just didn't do that at all for England because I didn't even look up Newcastle to research like what it was really about. <laughs> because I was like, nope, I don't want to like romanticize this city. And, you know, so when I got everything was just like a surprise. And so I'm trying to approach this like online teaching in the same way. Um, I've just been like, okay, we'll just, you know, see how it goes and just go with the flow. I mean, obviously more than go with the flow, because I need to be actually actively working and thinking and, you know, Mm but um, I just don't want to tell myself, okay, it's going to be this, and so therefore, you need to do this, and this, like, because I know that's just not going to serve me, and that's not the way my spirit just, like, you know, sort of wants to approach it, I guess, so,
1: yes.
0: <laughs> but okay. yeah, okay, so aside from teaching, um, I was thinking, because, you know, I'm always like, oh, I want to play an instrument, or do something musical, or, like, just, like, some sort of, like, Hobby or something that I can get into to sort of practice and hone a skill, and so I'm just I've been thinking really heavily about that. Um, as soon as like once I decided I was going to stay, I was like, okay, you need to like use the (laughs) time in a way that you're going to be like proud of. So I was like, okay, what do you, you know, what do I want to do? And I was like, maybe I don't know if I because you know, Eric is learning the guitar, and I was like, I've always wanted to play bass, and I was like, maybe I'll just go ahead and get a bass. And I was like, but am I really gonna like because I'm like, I see when he's like stuff that he struggles on or stuff that frustrates him and I know myself I'm just like little things just like get me so upset in myself and I'm like why can't I just do it and so I'm like oh like maybe that's not the route but I'm like also maybe it'll teach me something I don't know I don't know but I would like to try and do some creative stuff as well but who you know who knows I think for now like I'm just gonna have to put all of my creative flow into wanderlusty because it's digital and I can just like I can do that safely Mm -hmm. but um I'm definitely just sort of like keeping my eyes open for something that sort of speaks to me um because I do want to like have some sort of tangible hobby or something to like keep my mind active Mm -hmm. um but yeah we'll see
1: that's real. Oh, I love that. And definitely, like, mm-hmm, keeping up with creativity. And I'm, hold up, first of bass, please. I'm like, if you learn, please, you know, do that because, yes, <laughs> like, oh my goodness, instruments really kind of do it different. Like, I've been thinking like oh I just want to sing sometimes but then I'm also like oh it'd be nice to record but then I'm also like oh it'd be nice if an instrument like or well, somebody who played instruments was like you know so anyways the conclude the conclusion of what I'm trying to say is if you learn to play bass and you know we get E on the guitar then I can you know
0: yeah, try Sinead on you the know. drums
1: yo what <laughs> the I hey okay so the band has begun <laughs> but uh, apart from that no really like taking stuff like kind of going with the flow like I'm really trying to embody that same energy because when it came to Newcastle coming there like I did not prepare whatsoever uh did not do no research either like honestly because I was just so frustrated coming up into the trip that it was just like that was the last thing I felt like doing like I don't you know you let go. me just come there and then I figure it out like I don't want to know more than I need to right now and um honestly trying to get into that mindset has been like a big thing for me as well when it comes to just approaching life in general like whether it's gonna be work or whatever just like trying to accept and allow and like just yeah accept and allow and not have any expectations um about what is coming like Mm -hmm it's so hard because once you get into that thinking or even feeling mind like once you start thinking and feeling then your like vision is like honestly like completely blurred like not completely but gets really just distorted um and it just takes you out of your reality and out of like what you could receive if you were like uh grounding your reality and stuff like that so anyways all of that being said that's pretty much the main basis of what I've been on as well because mm-hmm. it's difficult it's tough it's like I know what I want and stuff so it's like you kind of want to just manifest that sooner rather than later but it's also just like trusting the process that okay like if it if it's meant to be it'll be and um
0: right yeah that's and that's I, oh, mm-hmm. go on go on
1: Oh, no, I was just about to say, like, even, like, in work and stuff, like, i will be like, London, it, although this process might seem slow, it might not feel like I'm doing, like, as much as I want to or whatever in a certain day, I just have to trust that the process is happening, you know, at yeah. all, and trust my own ability of, like, coming to it and showing up for... The process because that'd be one thing but anyways what were
0: you saying <laughs> i just wanted to because i um i <laughs> wrote down some questions that i wanted to ask you like leading into it or like just you know for yeah. for this but um you were talking about just uh pr- you know work and stuff and i was like ooh, youtube yes never mind <laughs> the questions i wanted to ask but and i think you addressed this a little bit in your first or maybe yeah i think it was your first video but um So just um, because I know like a thing I struggle with when it comes to creativity or creative projects is I guess just the presenting it to an audience and sort of being wary of what the feedback will be like. And I think it's just because it's like, you know, it's an idea or a concept that might be important to you or like some you've put in like a lot of work and all that. And it's like sort of vulnerable to like release that to an audience, you know and let it be, I guess, yeah, for it, the potential for it to be critiqued uh, mm-hmm. negatively, et cetera, et cetera, and stuff like that. But I just was curious about how, whether or not you had any feelings of, like similar to that and where you were a bit wary of how people would receive it, or if you ever struggle with just sort of how people will perceive or react to, you know, your creative ideas in general?
1: Oh, 100%. Um, <laughs> that is a biggie. And like, honestly, it's interesting because I have like a list of video ideas and stuff. And definitely one of the uh, video ideas is about um, just, oh, well, the, the first thing that I like, if anybody wants to go back and Uh, reference this or whatever Uh, my youtube channel is solo communication thank you very much for following and subscribing but um yeah in the first uh video I was discussing pretty much about like how it is just like so difficult to be like seen and like seen in like all these different aspects and stuff and that's something that I've like dealt with for I would say like my whole life just like the idea of being seen, especially because for a lot of my life, I didn't think I was real. If I don't know if that concept resonates with anybody else, but I didn't think like I was a real person. So it was, and then that kind of grew into like the fact that I could be seen or like recognized for doing <laughs> any and everything and stuff like that. And um, that includes the good and that includes the bad as well. And I think definitely when putting yourself on screen or on audio or uh on a platform that is ideally to reach the masses and stuff like that then it's who is definitely super difficult because now you're seeing on a mass scale beyond people who even like who actually like know you who are, are supporting you who are accepting of you as they see you but these are people who have no idea about you so their judgments are just you know or, I mean, technically, nobody really knows who you are to the core because we're all different people. So yeah. it's like it's we're just... different
0: people to everybody who knows us. Yeah. That will never cease to amaze me. I'm like every person who knows me, I'm a different person to all of them. And that's just so wild. <laughs> that is real and that even used to be a thing
1: that killed me like back in the day because I used to like have a hard time accepting myself because I'm like oh with this person I'm like this with this person I'm like Mm -hmm. this maybe I am two-faced maybe I like don't like maybe I don't have like a grounded like behavior type of pattern within me and stuff like that but I did and then I had to realize like I'm just (laughs) like that is who I am at those different times like and it. It's, it doesn't make me any less of a grounded but well, hmm, but it doesn't make me any <laughs> less of a grounded person in the grand scheme of things it's just you know different people bring out different parts of you different people recognize different parts of you you recognize different parts of yourself with different people it's just all love and harmony but um yeah definitely up with the scrutiny like being in front of the masses and stuff on like youtube and stuff especially because the content that i want to talk about ideally um Well, outside of the content that I'm gonna be coming up with for Black History Month, so stay tuned for that. (laughs) But um the content that I do really like kind of resonate with, at least in my own personal life, is stuff like that is more like emotional, relationship type things about like more personal things like depression or like situationships and stuff like that. That's the things that um kind of just highlight in my in my mind and um something that I would like to like relate and relay and with those things kind of being out in the open it's very like it's a very vulnerable like point and stuff because I want to speak from experience I want to speak with honesty and all of that but it's like those are vulnerable things that I know previously I've been triggered um from and like had hard times dealing with and everything but I think in the grand scheme of just what I want to do is just show people I'm human too. Like I make mistakes and I do good things and I'm trying to be better and I do bad things and I sometimes wanna be worse and it's just, I don't know, I just wanna recognize and put out the fact that I'm human, but I'm not gonna lie, I always be wondering what pe- what dirt people gonna um you know bring up on me i'm like i'm not yeah. as i reflect back in my own life i and i told you i didn't oh my think God, i was, I was real a hold lot on of my time. Time. hold um, on i'm
0: sorry to interrupt but i think my package just arrived
1: hey thank you thank you pack it, pack ah got that little ah Mike.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm mm-hmm
1: that
0: mm-hmm. it, yeah. Hello, hello, welcome Hi. back, Hank. My microphone is here. What my microphone oh, is here.
1: Like, honestly if you well if you care to try to plug it up on here you please feel welcome like, I, I probably
0: have to set it up and stuff oh okay but, um,
1: That's...
0: yeah like, eric funny. was like because he went eric came to the door to um to get it and he was like why don't you just wait and i was like i thought it would be here by now like <laughs>
1: exactly like what was they oh that would be because i'm like i did say like noon and stuff and i'm like oh what if i had said well if i push it later then it's also later in alls time i didn't know what y'all was doing i didn't know what i wanted to do today right right that's all I love okay nice so stuff. that's gonna be season two, Boom. Season two.
0: Season two. I'm so excited. i also how- i asked um let me stop unboxing this right now i'm just really okay i'm gonna keep doing it i'm sorry let me get this out of the way we um, might as well this can be
1: Insert it or exert it, however we feel. Thankfully, we have choice. We have exactly.
0: creative we power. power. We have a creative, you know, license here to do what we feel. Um, yeah, but no, I asked my aunt to um <laughs> buy me a ring white. Um
1: nice. Uh, so because yeah. I
0: was like, oh, if we're gonna do if we're gonna do YouTube, I want like I just want it to look nice quality. So yeah, and I think, do you already have one? I ring like, Yes, I did. Yeah, I figured because I was like, she be she be doing her little YouTube, <laughs> so she probably already has one. But um, yes, okay, that's perfect. So uh, yes, that's- and I'm like, cause I have so many ideas for like YouTube stuff and all that, and I'm just like, oh, but it's so funny to know? have this little project to just like be able to really, I don't know, just like it, just like cause there's so many times throughout the day where I'm like, I have, I'm like bored, and I'm like, I'll just make a little promo thing for one of us to like, I don't know what <laughs> else to do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that you feel parts of like boredom. That is like <laughs> I need to like reach those like kind of depths so I can like, you know, not even necessarily but but the thing is like the way that you say like when you reach your boredom, you're like, oh let me just do work and like productive stuff. I'll be like, oh, it's <laughs> I can figure something out. <laughs> I can figure something out, but, oh, that is so good, and I'm definitely trying to, that's also the beauty of, like, me trying to work with the present moment and stuff, because I know me, a a lot of things I don't get to, or don't put my all into, because I'm too busy in my head, unfortunately, and it's like, I know that being in my head is not serving me as much as I, as much as it probably has when I needed to use it back in the day like you know my survival instincts or survival um
0: tactics yeah yeah that lizard brain yeah
1: (laughs) it was way different but now I'm like ah it's time to see the colors it's time to hear the voices it's time to be one with this moment because we are that I was even looking oh my gosh it was a full moon last night so whoever listens, stay tuned. But it's, <laughs> it's a full moon last night. Also, Cecily Tyson may her soul rest in peace. Yes. Um,
0: but I told so- Eric, I was like, "Oh, Eric, Cecily Tyson died." He said, "I don't know who that is," and I was like, "Okay."
1: Honestly, he's not. He's valid, but <laughs> I'm like,
0: <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, white British man, let me you don't let me stop. He's, he's great. <laughs> you holding it down. and keep it up but um <laughs> he's literally like, making me dinner right now while I'm doing this I'm so <laughs> awful
1: oh no it's like um sorry this <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean just off left field but I just be hoping everybody knows all love but exactly I don't exactly you know? I do it to
0: myself as well it's just like a you know
1: Exactly. I'm like y'all. If y'all hear the way this girl talked to herself, she be like, "Oh, baby, I know that ain't you doing it like that." I try to, you know, be, you know how when somebody do something irking, you just kind of got like that voice where you just like can't even be bothered. Like I try to give that to myself, but lovingly, because I know I like words of affirmation. I know yes, I like that, yes. but I just be like, "Girl, what is you, huh?" <laughs> what are you doing? But yeah, it's beautiful. Love her. Love me some hair. Also random. Okay, because I can keep on going with the also, cause there's a lot of stuff that's just jumping into <laughs> my hair right now. But um oh yeah, I wanted to actually try to well, it's Friday. I guess i can start today wanted to try to do like a week of shadow work i've been watching this uh girl's youtube channel well this woman's youtube channel and she does like um <clears throat> spiritual work and everything and like you know trying to guide help guide people and stuff like that
0: oh but to, um, sorry go on go on oh i'm like you gotta
1: pacific. this was i
0: you just i'm like honestly this is why i love being able to speak with you because i think um well, okay one another question i wanted to ask you was how your spiritual growth um like what that journey has been like over the past year and like there you go already like launching into it so it's like i literally don't even have to ask like ah go on i'm sorry
1: <laughs> no thank you because you already knew our minds were already there We just, <laughs> oh. so yeah back to the shadow work um i actually oh well let me go back first to try to elaborate where i've gotten up until here but um when it comes to spirituality the thing is i feel like for me i definitely want to get closer to my own connection to spirituality and everything because now that i like kind of have tapped in and uh have been exposed to like my not only my own but other people's like for lack of better words divinity and like like their and limitless potential and stuff like that in my own so it's like I see just a huge beauty and huge need or a huge want even for me to like tap in tap 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 in because it's like whoa like I can live out my wildest desires my wildest dreams and who who even knows what that may look like I might not even have a vision for it but um Yeah, in terms of spirituality, I definitely felt a lot of a lot more growth. Like even the way that I'm communicating right now. Um I'm not sure if you'd be looking at my um close friends and Instagram and stuff like that. (laughs) Affirmations, yes. You you know, I'm always just trying to tap in. Oh yeah, a lot of i'm sorry for listeners trying to keep track but i'm just so excited just so thrilled that like it's just been a upward spiral for the most part and it be little moments where i tank and stuff like even like this morning i was like dang you know it would be nice to be loved on right now but then in the grand scheme of my days or in the grand scheme of like my life and what i want i know that i'm like divinely guided I'm protected I'm secure I'm loved I have abundance right here right now and really kind of grounding into these ideas as opposed to I think initially in my spiritual journey I was you know trying to start believing these things like I didn't really believe it I didn't really believe in myself I didn't really believe in my self-worth I didn't believe in and this is honestly like a year like this is about a year or so of um Growth, I would say, honestly, like since last year when Corona, you know, Mm -hmm. well, when mimosas hit. um, (laughs) Yeah, I think, you know, it has just been a gradual shift in. oh, I don't even know like where to begin or how to start. But I think my next step going forward, after kind of solidifying those more positive things within myself and like recognizing myself value and everything, um, I think now it's time to just continue to do more work and heal and stuff like that. Because I've been watching a lot of videos and reading a lot and stuff. And they've been saying like stuff that trigger you, those stuff being effed up in like in a logical sense, You know logically may trigger you and stuff like systemic racism and stuff like that those are valid things um, Mm -hmm. for why you may fail x y and z but when it comes to like like an interpersonal relationship and stuff and like for example if I were talking to you Kim and then like let's say you didn't feel like talking or something and I feel like hurt because you don't feel like talking because you don't feel like talking and little stuff like that that's just one small example, but little stuff like that I realized um, of just like me being triggered. It Mm -hmm. is just, it's on me to recognize why I'm triggered. Like what of this is hurting me or why do I feel hurt in this moment? Um, And really kind of thinking of it through a logical sense So let me try to speed it up going forward. I'm trying to do some shadow work on um, continuing like just my own healing and recognizing like where certain triggers come from and why do I feel some type of way in different scenarios or why do I feel hurt or why do I feel anxious or, you know, start spiraling into depressive thoughts and things like that and really try to just learn myself to the point where I can protect myself um in a way I mean this human experience is all about self-preservation so it's like you know let me learn myself in a way to self-preserve in the best way possible and just learn more coping skills and learn more about myself you know that's just the Mm -hmm. basis of it because like I told you I didn't think I was real up into uh yes honestly I don't know
0: can we get into that? Cause I like I'm not, um, yeah. Cause I just want to like, if you're comfortable, like, with discussing it more, just like uh, like what you mean exactly by that, or what that process was like.
1: Um, I think it was <laughs> honestly, I think it's because I was disassociating so mm. much throughout my life. Like, I was not in the present. I was not here. I was not really concerned with what was going on in reality, especially because it was just a lot of like depressing stuff going on as a child i'm like oh my gosh yeah. like i can't control none of this like so definitely like fantasies and daydreams were a big like maladaptive daydreaming was uh was like a daydreaming that you use to like um cope for lack of better words, it's a better definition on the World Wide Web, but, um, you know, I would just get sucked into, like, fantasies and daydreams and books, and I would write a lot and stuff as a young and stuff, because I just needed my creative worlds to, like, consume me and be me, honestly, because I didn't like what was going on, and I wasn't able to connect or make any changes in actual reality and stuff like that, or at least so I thought,
0: um when yes. i start um like when do you remember dissociating like at the earliest or like at the youngest age um let me
1: think cool i'm like i'm gonna just go with i'm gonna just say third grade at the i don't even know because i remember being in like kindergarten and just like being so consumed with thoughts and feelings between like thoughts and feelings those were like let's just say kindergarten because i remember mm-hmm. and that was around like age five or so but i just remember just being so consumed i mean i was also hypersensitive and stuff which is also like all like a lot of the things that i'm pointing towards are all also like um things that are common in people who have executive executive dysfunctioning um, type of, of like brains and like systems and stuff going on, people who have like ADHD or ADD and stuff like that. And so that's also been something I've been um, thinking that could have gone under the radar while younger because uh, being diagnosed in women and also black women sp- and black girls sp- specifically young children and stuff was is like just super like off the grid like they don't typically take it as serious as men and of course non-people of color um but with having all of those in mind and like even just reading a little bit more about um the different symptoms of that as I gotten older I just kind of reflect back and realize even if I am, even if that isn't my diagnosis, I can reflect back on and like really kind of feel more of a connection to why like it's so hazy, like in the past, like it's, it just wasn't, I don't know, even like, I didn't realize that I had like my own like ability to make choices and my own Mm -hmm. ability to like actually impact people. I didn't realize I could hurt people. I didn't realize that I made people feel good either. Like I, I just, it was it was a mist, but when I turned 22, honestly, I feel like I've just now opened my eyes, which I'm so grateful for, which is, like, a reawakening, um, but I've been talking a lot, kind of, on this, but is there anything else?
0: I'm very, I'm very interested in it, because I think we, I think we, we've talked a lot about our, sort of, just our, like, mental health journeys, and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, um, but I think, because, yeah, like, the root of all that stuff just lies in, you know, early childhood, and, like, And I know we just like haven't really dug into that a lot. And I think, um, cause for me, when I look, the er- like my earliest memories are um, like you know being like five or six, which isn't you know my my younger brother has memories from when he was like two or three or just like younger. And so I just wonder about like, cause I think like with my with my parents, my mom and my dad separated when I was like when I was really really young. And I I I told my mom, or I don't know if I've talked to my mom about this, but I was talking to. Um, I don't know I've talked about it I think with people but I just realized one day that I was like oh I don't have any memories of my parents like together as a unit like it's always been my mom and then my dad and then you know our my relationship with my dad like once we moved to Georgia it was pretty much non-existent Mm -hmm. like um yeah and so it's just wild to me because it's like when my mom tells me stories about what their relationship was like when it was you know when, when we were young and I'm just like I never saw that. <laughs> like I I never I don't have any recollection of that. And then um, I sort of sometimes wonder too about how because I think like growing up, my mom, like she had like a couple boyfriends, but she never had like a serious live-in boyfriend or husband or anything. And so my exposure to romantic relationships was like through my aunt like with her husbands and then with my friends and I just I sometimes worry that I haven't seen like and because it, obviously the, it's different for everyone yada yada but like I worry that I haven't seen like a like a mm, like a very healthy functioning relationship and I'm like oh I've sometimes doubt my ability to have one because I'm like I've, I've just never seen it like I literally don't know how or like what that looks like and so um, wow that just went in like a completely different direction than I like meant but to, was but
1: <laughs> I was thinking something akin to that like even just like um well like in terms of just yeah not necessarily having that representation or kind of just like seeing your like parent like I don't know in a completely different reality than the one that they express to you especially like in my own instance my dad he passed away when I was four so I and I had a connection he's probably like in my earliest memories honestly but um mm-hmm. I Definitely, And I was, like, really, really babied and very spoiled and yeah. everything by I was daddy's girl, for sure. But definitely, I didn't realize how that manifested into stuff like, you know, abandonment issues or, like, you know, getting anxious about, like, just stuff ending and stuff like that. And that's just, yeah. like, one of many things, you know. But I think... I don't know. Just as we go along, it's like okay, I guess everything ends, but like we just kind of gotta ride the wave. But my bad for cutting you off. Please continue, cause I love connecting on this type of stuff, which I don't often. That's why I want to do the shadow work and stuff, so I can like just mm-hmm. learn more about like because it's like at that age you don't think something like that affects you, and I feel like oftentimes that's what a lot of my like more serious or yeah, like serious experiences. It never affected me like how I thought it would affect me. Like it never like made a like noticeable scar like in my like way of being and stuff like that. It just kinda, yeah, it just happened. And I didn't even realize that
0: it happened. And yeah. it just, that's you what know. I want to like ask too. Cause like with being four, like you were so young. Also, so you're the youngest of your sisters, right? Oh
1: no, now I am the second and youngest because my mom had my little sister Taylor nine years after me.
0: <laughs> what? I did not know you had a little sister. Or maybe I did. And I just like didn't remember. That's so wild. <laughs> no,
1: it's valid. I mean, she's is definitely her own independent being and she's with her dad oftentimes. But um yeah, we it took us a really long time for us to grow into one another, but now we are
0: we are sisters. That's beautiful and then you have two older sisters right or is it yeah yeah, the two
1: older the one younger so four (laughs) gals
0: so okay so yeah like I was gonna ask like with you being four because that's obviously very young and you know losing a parent um do you remember having any like understanding what was happening or like were you did you like grieve or was it I don't know because it's it's so young so like you probably maybe you don't remember at all but Mm -hmm. I don't know Oh, no,
1: I think about that often, and no, I actually didn't grieve, and honestly, when people pass away around me, like, the couple of people who have passed away around me, I, like, don't even register, I feel like, it is, like, a death, like, I really, I get sad more so because other people are sad, less because somebody passed away, but, um, in that moment, I definitely didn't know what was going on. I think, like, my grandmother always be like, oh, yeah, like, I remember at the funeral and, like, you thought your dad was in a treasure chest and stuff like that, oh, and... Wow. Um, she was like, and my dad, he was crazy. So he used to play a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of like scary jokes on, or like pranks and stuff on us. So I was scared to get close and because I thought he was going to jump out and scare me. So I'm like, yeah, I remembered that, but I didn't really register the fact that, or at least I don't recall how I registered it afterwards. Cause all I remember, I feel like is like, seeing the whole casket and everything, but I don't remember afterwards, and honestly, if anything, when I think back on it, I more so think about everybody else's, like, reaction Mm -hmm. to it, because I I know it must have been, like, super tough, and just even seeing, like, my mom go along about life, like, after that and stuff, I think that was super duper tough because it's just like I can't imagine losing the love of my life being left with three kids have to raise them and I oh no I just ah so um I don't know I think I like take myself out of the equation a lot so Mm -hmm. yeah it's
0: definitely go on go on I'm sorry
1: I was about to say it's just time for the work to get done you know I gotta help (laughs) that's what I was gonna
0: say yeah it feels like you sort of have been in this or on this process towards doing that or sort of like prioritizing, you know, your feelings and talking with yourself and yeah, just like sort of, I guess like letting yourself know that it's okay to be in the present moment with yourself and like want to heal and want to work on yourself. Like it's perfectly fine to do that,
1: it's which is really cool.
0: lovely to see just, you know, this sort of, cause again, like I, you know, I feel like we met each other in a really sort of just wild period in our lives and Mm -hmm. I'm like wondering like oh like if, because obviously our paths probably would not have crossed in America you being a Baltimore and me in Atlanta and so it's just like lovely that they did and like it's such a pivotal moment in time you know for growth and everything and so it's just been really nice to see just the the continued growth and it's just yeah
1: yes thank you so much Kim for being on this journey because I've I've been thinking that about like the both of us like we really kind of bodied that like even how you was expressing how like Newcastle you just came in there with no expectation and just let it rock like and then kind of just even over this well now it's over a year because
0: what the time just went past I can't so, believe it i sort of don't want to believe it
1: <laughs> i do not even the other day i was in bed like yo i can like see those new castle memories like they were literally a month ago like it's so disgusting it's 2021 but just our growth and like our ability to kind of ground into this moment and like kind of and also to maintain these visions going forward which is like a really beautiful thing that i love in my friendships and i love and us in this project and, and everything that we got going for us just like having a vision whether even though it be blurry sometimes it'd be fuzzy mm-hmm. it'd be doing this <laughs> it be doing that but we still like our big dreamers have big visions you know like allow ourselves to sink into that like kind of fantasy dream like mindset and using that to like support us and where we want to go in this you know very 3D world um yeah all of that but Ah, just our yeah, our abilities to just heal and grow and go forward. It's just outstanding on all le- levels that we do it. And I, I know that for me, in the grand scheme of things, you know how I used to. Well, I, that's what I was trying to mention um, on IG. The whole like anxious like secure attachment yeah, style, yeah. like that I really am trying to heal myself to the point where I just feel so secure. Like I just feel so at home in myself. I just feel so at home and at peace all the time. Not well, not all the time because you know life going do its thing, but you know for the most part, like I don't want to. Just even accepting myself where I'm at. I think, like, oftentimes, like, an interaction, like, where I am coming up to my friends, like, the first thing I'm saying is, like, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's, like, oftentimes Mm -hmm. it's because, like, I have not even accepted myself and where I'm at in the moment and stuff like that. And that's why, even recently, like, I know I'll be... (laughs) a little last minute with the Lusty stuff thank you so much for holding it down but mm-hmm. even recently you know I try not to like come out of the gate and be like sorry that I didn't do this I try to just ask immediately what do I what I need as opposed to apologizing yeah. for what I don't have brought to the table because we already know it's not at the table girl so come on like yes. get to yes. <laughs> but, um, and that's just like little a little aspect in growth and I mean in the grand scheme of things it's like just becoming a more present and whole person trying my best trying my best for others and stuff like that and really just the way it manifests in friendships and relationships is you Mm -hmm. don't understand Kim because I really love friendships and relationships and I love it I love it I love it and I want to have
0: just existing I think which is you know I think I don't know I just it just starts with yourself being able to be honest and caring and loving to yourself you know that's the only way that you'll be able to do that for other people and it's like if you can't do that for other people then it's just like why why are you making these connections i don't know because it's just like if you're not you know otherwise you're hurting people and it's just like you don't want to be out there doing that so it's just like so important and i'm like i'm saying this to myself especially because i'm like there are things where I'm like, Kim, you know, but don't say that, like, or don't do that, like, you know, that you don't want this person to feel bad, so don't make them feel bad, and it's just, like, unlearning <laughs> this sort of, like, a couple decades of just, like, bad behavior and bad communication, yes. and it, it is really nice, because it's just, like, oh, finally, I feel like, just, like, trying to become a person that I can just be proud of, even though I'm, like, I have a lot of work, obviously, everyone, this is always a journey, but it's just My nice mom. to be able to, i don't know I, I just like being able to correct myself and like getting oh and the pride the pride is a big one oh there's that like killing is, me truly <laughs> and it like i don't know it's just really funny because i'm like when i'm like being stubborn or something and i'm like oh i know that i'm like just let go of this and like just say what you need to say or like apologize like do what you need to do because like for what like i don't know pride for what i don't know <laughs> real. It's just that so liberating. To, oh my god. You know, that, yeah, that how do you mm-hmm. feel like or what is your biggest takeaway from I guess 2020 in terms of relationships and, you know, dating and stuff or how it relates Ooh. I guess since we we're talking That's about so- personal growth and stuff?
1: You know what? It's so funny because everything is interconnected. It's really though about like learning yourself, learning your being, being in your present, being in your moment, doing what you can to make you happy. And that includes even with another person and stuff like that. I think when it comes to relationships and stuff though, because this will be elaborated on my YouTube channel very soon. I'm in the middle of editing this video for like the 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 800th day. day? But yes it is hey. so we're going yeah so if y'all want some more uh insight into how I'm going about relationships yeah y'all can go right on over yonder but um yeah I think it really does take a lot of just being securing yourself and stuff and just yeah been securing yourself to the point where you can open yourself up to the love you might receive the trust Trust is a big thing, which I didn't think about for a long time. I didn't realize that trust was such a a big thing. I thought that I automatically had trust with people to a degree because of, like, just getting deep with somebody. But just because you, like, open up about something and they open up about something, that don't mean we even know how each other operates. That don't even know, even mean that we know that we trust how each other operates. And, like, in the, like in layers to like who they are as an individual and stuff like that. It just means that we told each other some deep stuff about one particular isolated incident. And yeah, that doesn't necessarily have to reflect everything of that. Um, Yeah, all of that, but also just being intentional. I think that's, that's also a big thing, like being intentional, making sure you're pursuing somebody who's pursuing the same things as you uh all of that Mm -hmm. don't let nobody get over on you don't let nobody try you because they tried me 2020 they tried they really tried it and I mm -mm. um I'm trying to think could anybody learn some love lessons from me uh one last thing, I think, even when I do get triggered by stuff and everything, um, just keep on bringing it back to me and trying to figure out why and not, you know, react so out of emotion and so impulsively, but really just try to take myself out of the equation for some time and really realize what's going on and stuff. Because sometimes I'm not going to lie, sometimes. I have gone overboard and um which is valid in and of itself but it's like you know that's not you know that don't make the other person want to oh overboard oh well I'm just thinking about who in past relationships I didn't realize I was actually a narcissist like I've had narcissistic qualities and stuff like Mm -hmm. it's all about me like I need to be waiting on hand and foot like uh uh-uh like you're not making sure I'm happy what's going on with you but um really just kind of removing all of that conditioning from my head and I don't even know where that came from probably for I honestly don't know you see that's where the shadow work come in but um (laughs) like Knowing that other person, the another person is not responsible for your happiness. That yeah. like your triggers are your own, your fears are your own. But being able to speak up on what you want, and if they not giving you what you want, leave. And that's it. That's it. That's my <laughs> advice.
0: <laughs>
1: that's it. Yeah, but do you have, have really any tips, Kim? I need more. I'm like, oh. do you have anything that you? No,
0: <laughs> not really. 22. I honestly am just like figuring this out day to day and I probably won't ever feel like I'm in an adequate position to give anybody <laughs> dating tips or dating advice. Um, I don't know. What are things that I try to I don't know, just like communicating or just that's like something I still struggle with. Or I guess just being honest or determining when it's like really necessary to be honest. I mean I guess like whenever if it's like like feelings or something. But I think also like being able to just listen that's like actually that's probably like the most necessary one for me because i have a really hard time and you know when you do the thing where you're like listening to respond and not listening to like hear what they're saying i'm like constantly like re like you know digging into myself to be like okay you need to just you know and trying to empathize more just like to be of a like a more understanding person um mm-hmm. Cause I think yeah for a long time i was just like sort of like on the defensive and just in that like lizard brain mindset of like self-preservation <laughs> but mm-hmm. obviously i think if you're like yeah just like being in a relationship means that you have to like sort of step out of that a little bit but also still be able to maintain your own sense of self it's so complicated like economy happens. yes <laughs>
1: but it's like kind of like oh like i don't know i just want a little healthy Not obsession, because that's got a big uh, connotation to it. But um, a healthy kind of like, you know, we really feeling each other, dog. Like, I don't know. Like, we feeling each other, but we also like, you know, we got our own things going on. And we are supporting each other in our Mm -hmm. own thing. But we also know we try and get back to each other.
0: It's so funny now that because of, I don't know, I guess just like the political landscape, social landscape which like oftentimes overlap you know in which we now find ourselves it's like when we say like when we make statements we have to like provide so many caveats and everything so it's like you can't just I be like did. you can't just be like i'm obsessed with my pa- partner because people like that's toxic <laughs> so you gotta be like i mean like i'm an individual and they're an individual but i really like them and i you know it's like I really like the like, the well which is so funny. It's like, you know what I mean, but no, no, I get it. I do have one question to you though.
1: How do you feel about
0: polymery? About one more time? Polymery? Polymery? Like polyamorous relationships. Oh, polyamorous. Yeah. Oh, that's so, yeah, that's, that's funny. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So, like- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, Eric has just entered the chat again, um, (laughs) (laughs) okay, I think, okay, um, and I think that's just, like, a part of, like, my growth or continuing to grow, or just determining, like, what sort of relationships, um, like, I want, because I'm, like, oh, as of now, I'm, like, oh, I don't know if, like, being polyamorous is something that I could do, just because I'm, like, Uh, like when I'm with a partner I sort of like want to prioritize that person and I'd like that person to do the same thing and Mm -hmm. I think that's just because like like right like this is like my first relationship so I'm like I feel like yeah of course I'd feel that way because I'm like I've never like had anything else so I'm like for right now I just like want to see you know what this is like but Mm -hmm. then I don't know like maybe I don't I just (laughs) it's just like hard for me to imagine a version of myself where I'm like I'm fine with my partner like having other partners too because I'm just like and I don't want to say that I'm like I mean yeah because it probably oh because these are like so toxic so I'm like trying to think of like better words to like use but like this the only ones I could oh gross I, I don't want to say it but I mean also <laughs> okay I feel like at times I'm a bit possessive and like sometimes jealous as well and like that's like, what I'm trying to yeah just like also unlearned because it's just like really ridiculous but also i'm like i don't know what's a word for like possessive that doesn't mean like that doesn't have that connotation
1: Um, (laughs) hold on i'm ready to google But yeah possessive (laughs)
0: synonyms but uh, yes i am the same yeah yeah so i was gonna yeah how how do you feel Um, about polyamory
1: I you know the more that I do the self-work and more that I realize that my happiness is my own and um like knowing that my triggers are my own okay I found some other word for possessive though grasping avaricious, what the desirous grabby craving acquisitive controlling
0: dominating all those, are, all those are also bad
1: i was thinking now i'm like hold on none of these the adjectives
0: for really- possessive is greedy yeah all right well oh, I'm i can be greedy
1: oh, did wow, you- oh, so
0: well yeah i don't know i guess i'm like reading myself but um
1: that's cool A read is in me
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know um okay but yeah so you said do you be more open to it oh yeah um yeah the thing is like the more that I
1: like do the self-work and realize you know my happiness is my own my triggers are my own so anything that I will feel is on me for the Mm -hmm. most part that will include with a monogamous or a polymerous relationship um so I see it gives me more of an opening to considering that type of um dynamic but I know for me ideally I would really like I still you know what like not necessarily it don't gotta be like no one true love but it's like oh I still want like a life like one for the most part one life partner for real for real because I want to get married and you know I want to do things with this person and you know I want to also get a little freaky but um (laughs) beyond that it's like I don't know with poly that it just the thing is I've been reading a lot about it and like they've been saying like the way that poly people go about it they just kind of instead of like having fear like feelings of shame around like jealousy and stuff like that like they kind of just approach it head on and stuff like that and I think it's also even just Well, everybody's relationship is different, but making sure to express stuff, not from a thing of lack, not from a place of lack where it's like, oh, you didn't do X, Y, and Z, or you liking them more than da, da, da. But it's more like, oh, like from a place of like want or like a place of like reasonable attainment, like, oh, I want to cuddle tonight. Like, can you make sure to tell your... Other partner, like not the night or I don't know, whatever the case
0: may be. Yeah.
1: Like yeah, like, yeah. But it's so mature. I'm like, I don't, I'm not mature enough for that yet.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah, exactly. I, and I was I think, like, a, you know, huh. a part of it is just that I'm like, I don't have enough stuff to do to like busy myself because like obviously like the quality time is like important for me, like in a relationship. And if if I'm like if we're poly and like my partner is like with another partner. And I'm like, just twiddling my thumbs, <laughs> but I'm like, obviously if I have things to do, it's like less of a concern, I think. But if I just have nothing to do except think, and like with my, I know how my brain works, I can turn like a perfectly fine situation into an issue. And so that is, yeah, and it's just, I don't know. Cause it's like my responsibility, obviously my thoughts and everything. But I think when it comes to something like that, I'd be like, well, if I know that I might respond this way, maybe I shouldn't put myself into you know because I don't want anyone else to be affected by me you know feeling like however or whatever so it like could just be better to not I don't know I don't know yeah so.
1: it's it's a toughie. <laughs> definitely something that just that I've been exiting around and exploring yeah. but like yeah. just in terms of like you know once I do get back into the dating scene because I'm trying to you know chill <laughs> once I do get back into the scene it's like you know we got options it's also 111 so I'm gonna just put a
0: blessing
1: on this podcast oh nice nice um sauce and yeah that was that on that man (laughs) because the kid is we growing we thriving it's yeah it's becoming like a lot more normalized and stuff but i'm also like oh Mm -hmm. my gosh i just want to get married and with my one boo, and we go live on a farm and have each other's insurance benefits so (laughs) that would be all of but oh my gosh i the truth is oh well is there anything else actually that you wanted to ask because i was actually going to ask you about some loving things
0: from the season Ooh, okay well i had one more question bring it on i feel like we sort of may have already like touched on it a little bit indirectly which i like because everything i wrote down like we got to without me having to outwardly ask but um okay so you talked about when you were younger and you sort of very um sort of, you know, imaginative and everything and day, you know, daydreamed a lot, but I wanted to know if there were any, like, specific aspects of your present identity or, you know, who you are now that you sort of aspire to or that you think your childhood self would I guess like be proud of or whatever
1: <laughs> oh that is so sweet and can you make sure to answer this in return if I forget to ask it back because yeah. I mean, I'll probably just be ah but um, <laughs> rambling like hell but um I'm not gonna lie my childhood self would be so proud of me like at least we're getting to this point for sure because who Lord knows that childhood was Ah, it was weird like that I was always in my head but I'm like yeah when I wasn't in my head stuff was just very depressing so Mm -hmm. it was just like yeah I never mm -hmm, I didn't think that I would even like live this long so it's just like really it's really liberating and honestly just beyond my wildest expectations because I could not have even imagine or at least I didn't necessarily when I were thinking like ahead or had like these big visions I never really put myself into them I used to write a lot of stories and stuff mm. but I never really like put myself into these visions unless I was like literally talking to because oh, my imagination used to be too big I guess he could have said I had imaginary friends it was more so like an imaginary audience which they still kind of you know come around every now and again mm-hmm. but um besides that I forgot why I was trying to bring that up but anyways uh the basis of what I was trying to say is that yes she is proud she is happy that I'm happy and healthy and because uh, like when I was a child ugh, I was just yes it was just like financial issues I just wasn't very self-confident I you know, didn't like myself, I didn't like my scenario, I didn't like my situation, I didn't like the people I was around, I didn't like anything, I was, honestly, as I reflect back, I'm not gonna lie, like, I had all that energy within me, and although, like, my external environment, um, reflected that, I, uh, sometimes I, like, look back, and I'm like, oh, everything was bad, and stuff like that, but then I kind of think about just, like, my mindset, and the vision that I was looking at everything, and just, like, how now that my vision is not contaminated by everything is bad and stuff like that, it's definitely like I'm um, the basis of what I'm trying to say, Kim, is that yes, <laughs> she's proud and she's happy and she's looking forward to when I turn 27. And yeah, that's gonna be a good age. So
0: 27 specifically. 27, mm,
1: probably one of the only ages I ever fantasized about. Um
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, I don't know why is. hold on, I'm trying to think why it made this <laughs> one. I think I just felt like it was just like the delicious age between, you know, you're still in your 20s, right before your 30s, you have stuff for the most part, figured it out, like for the most part, you know who you are, your core values, you know, you recognize yourself a lot more by that age, you, I don't know, at least like for me, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be mature, I'm gonna have stuff Figured out, you know, I'm just gonna. It just gives me enough time, I feel like, to kind of look ahead and be like, oh, I can work up towards, you know, at that mm-hmm. time, I'll be like, yeah. But I'm not saying 27 is gonna be, I'm just saying that's gonna be a delicious peak. That's not necessarily going to be all I have to, you know, live for or whatever, but it's going to be a delicious pee. I just feel like I'm going to be just sexy, like just driving, like who's going to stop me? Just thinking of this mindset I have now and just in five years or, oh, well, hold on, four years, right? it's 2021 (laughs) yeah so in four years like i'm super excited and if i keep on going on this like mind track like i'm super excited of where i'll be at 27 but um yeah who knows after that we'll figure it out after that but um yeah (laughs) but um please answer the same question in return kim um
0: yeah i mean pretty similarly to your answer i think I'd be a bit, I, mm, I think, cause I was also very similar in that I sort of had, yeah, I was just in my head all the time, dreaming up all these scenarios about people who weren't even me. Like I didn't even like think about myself that far into the future. Yeah, am I right? like, I'm like, I don't even think I really, aside from like really surface level stuff, like I see movies about writers in New York and stuff. And I'm like, oh, like I'm gonna do that. But it wasn't, you know, I just never really seriously, thought about what my life would look like. Um, I, uh, I don't know, especially like 23 is such a weird age as well. Like nobody's ever like, okay, when I'm 23, <laughs> this is what, like I never did that. And so it's just, I don't know, sort of weird now to be here and just like, I don't know, it's sort of, it's like liberating also because everything I do is just sort of um, like up for, like similar, like just with England where I was like, oh, okay, no expectations, I'll just see. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to approach my life that way, but obviously it's like different or just the rest of my life. But, um, cause you know, it's like natural for us to like plan or to like want certain things. But no, I think I'm like, she'd be pretty happy with the current state of things Um, outside of like personal losses and stuff like that, that were, you know, unexpected and like that not being a really great addition to like this reality. I think Mm -hmm. just like, yeah. For everything that like I could ha- that I have control over, I think I, you know, did pretty well, on that like child me would be happy with that. Yeah, I'd hope so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's not no hope there has to be because guess what that child you still lives inside of you right now every age that we've lived that person still lives in us we just got older like we are still 22 23 but we're also you know 21 we're also 20 Mm -hmm. we're also 19 17 16 and it's just like ah yes like i don't know that's part of it it's like i love her and i love that she tried her best and i love (laughs) me now (laughs) let <laughs> me going forward. I mean, you might as well in this world because you have to stick with you throughout this whole life, mm. like this whole joint. Like, really, me, me. But you know, it's exciting to think about, and it's so, like might as well cultivate a delicious, beautiful relationship with um, exactly.
0: Like you should. I just really want to like myself and everything that I'm doing because I'm the only person that I know I'll have to be with you know for the rest of my life so it's just like why not just like really enjoy my own company I
1: finally finally get why people like you know get those solo marriages and stuff and I used to always be like why they doing that like when I was younger I just didn't get it but now it's like loving yourself really is like that's it that's the way Mm -hmm. that's how you do it but then it's like oh I'm already loving everybody else a little bit harder too like when you get the mask thing in the plane and they like you know do your own before the child so you gotta just pour your own glass before you pour others because it's more bottles on the way but anyway (laughs) (laughs) I've been just having all these analogies and I just be hoping that people are keeping up with it (laughs) that was real thank you so much kim for that question because we going keep on making them proud and that's on periodo because yeah but when the money come in they're gonna be saying Satin! anyways <laughs> 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 but i cannot believe this is really like the last episode of season one this is insane this has been such a beautiful first season project um project for the first season uh but okay is there anybody in particular that you are looking forward to having as a guest for season two
0: <laughs> eric is pointing at himself <laughs>
1: and we would love to have you back on again <laughs> <laughs>
0: um yeah nobody in particular that i can think of that i'm you know like especially I mean, I guess everyone, but not for any specific reason, I suppose, because everybody we talk to, I think, sort of brings something different that we can dig into, and that's nice. I am looking forward to hopefully being able to go a little bit deeper with, you know, people when we chat Mm -hmm. with them. I mean, obviously, like, depending on, like, what people are comfortable with getting into, but, like, I feel obviously it's different for us because we've, like, built up, a relationship so obviously we can do that and I'm like okay here's this person that like only like you know depending on who it is like only one of us has met and it's like all right tell us about your childhood trauma like tell us
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll be feeling that way too I'll be like um I want to get into the itty
0: bitty nitty gritty yeah
1: but I don't know you
0: so (laughs)
1: but no that's real that's we need to make real. our
0: questionnaire like the first couple questions would be like what's your favorite travel destination and then after that it's like all right let's talk about that time when you were sick, um, <laughs> and um
1: life just changed and that's like mm-hmm. I would totally love to do that and tap into you know more so just like deeper stuff or just like whatever we want to really whatever comes to mind at the time i know sometimes we want to get a little bit more surface level because we just need like a breather chill yeah. time but sometimes we try you know dig into this earth trying to figure out what's our core is like what are our values what is our experiences and how are we different but i'm not gonna lie Aaron may just have to get on season two because he
0: course. has been yeah we have one of our strongest. I remember like initially I reached out to a lot of people and I was like hey guys like you know we're the podcast Do you want to be on it and then we just there's a lot of people who still we just didn't even we never talked to so yeah I think um definitely like that entire lineup for season two which Honestly. I'm like now I'm saying it, I'm like oh I feel bad but I'm <laughs> like I just like never reached out again because I was like now it's awkward like what do I say but obviously my goal was to be I was like okay in the future like we'll still have them on but definitely Aaron there's a lot of um Americans who I met while we were traveling and I don't think we had any of them on Mm -hmm. season one so season two for sure Mm -hmm. um and there's a couple you know we I was thinking Edo maybe you haven't talked to Edo in a while yeah
1: He's definitely on my list. I hit him up on what's at for that comic. I don't know if y'all remember the comic. I still want
0: it. And oh, okay. Next time I see him, I'll I'll try remember to ask. Oh but, um, y'all be seeing him? I mean, sh- hush, hush. Okay, I mean you know, because we're not really we're not meant to be seeing anyone. It's lockdown. Um, nobody
1: seeing nobody.
0: But uh yeah, yeah, I've seen that a couple times.
1: So. Oh, sweet, awesome, oh, so. okay. We will chat on that soon. Yes, yes, but, yes. Was there any particular things that stood out to you this season, or anything that you just want to highlight, give some recognition, show some love to?
0: Um, uh, not really. I mean, maybe like the whole planning process. I think Honestly. which is. I remembered um, just sort of because I can't honestly I can't remember if we talked about if we wanted to do a podcast before you came to visit in Atlanta and we just like brainstormed like lots of stuff like very quickly that night I remember and we were like really drunk and high and it was just like a really fun like that yeah I think just because it was like that sort of energy is why I was like so excited about like every other step from then because it was just like already starting in like a really like fun place and I was like okay you know But um, what about you? Anything in particular that you know stands out?
1: Um, Let me try to recall. Honestly, who that stood out? Who now? Why is in this question ain't even? (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, like everything, I just don't even know how to choose one. I would say probably the just the guests that we had on and stuff because Mm -hmm. they really put their foot into it. You know, got you know the nervousness and anxiety off their sleeves and yeah. to jump into this project with us, even though it's a new project, project even for us and stuff like that. So I really appreciate their efforts. And they, I'm not gonna lie, like they hit it. They all had something so like so just interesting or just <laughs> from inf- in- informative or like exciting Mm -hmm. or just completely just different lives going on at the same time that I'm like oh my gosh like thank y'all so much for expressing Mm -hmm. just how beautiful and like unique your life is and stuff
0: um which is I think yeah when we were talking about it that was our the thing that excited us most was like oh we get to talk to all these people (laughs) and just just see where it goes like conversation wise let them sort of shine and it's like really sort of yeah taking off and everybody's been able to do that so yeah and
1: that that, and yes i really mm -hmm, that's been honestly a beautiful part of this journey like really just staying connected being connected with these folks and just cultivating beautiful international relationships that we ideally you know will have for a lifetime you know Mm -hmm. and more to come when we travel and but um (laughs) Oh, yeah, my questions actually were akin to your questions and stuff about, like, just kind of how, what outside of the podcast has, like, you know, been going on in your life or has impacted the podcast or has just, you know, what's going on outside beyond the podcast? Because I think even, like, a lot of other creators, um, especially, like, on YouTube and stuff, they find their niche or they, you know, kind of keep it very concentrated and stuff but then it keeps them kind of being like a 2d 2d kind of being and it's like oh you just really just that but it's like is there anything outside of this creation outside of like this kind of although it's not don't necessarily feel like work or at least all the time um outside of like just this work and stuff that you know has some type of energy or effect on your work or outside of work whatever you want to express if that makes any
0: sense (laughs) yeah I don't know I think like before when I was just mentioning just like sort of trying to be on this journey to um I guess like not necessarily understanding but maybe just well yeah I guess that's understanding as well but sort of liking myself more and being comfortable with the person I am and that's just like means that I'm having to address, you know, aspects of myself that, um, I want to improve on, and, you know, just things I don't like, that's, like, a sort of constant, I was just, because I'm, yeah, since I'm, like, always in my head, like, just uh, a couple hours ago, I was, like, I was going to the kitchen to get a piece of ice, and I, like, remember something that I, some mannerism or like something that I said or done. I can't remember that like specifically what it was, but I was just like, oh, like, I hate that I do this. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, it's okay. Like, you know that you don't like it. So it's just like, stop doing it or like just work on it and like try and figure out why, you know, just stuff like that. But I think, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, just, uh, oh yeah. And that like productivity and sort of just like being responsible and stuff is like a big part of that too. Because I'm so much of a procrastinator and just can really easily like push things off until it's too late and I like really beat myself up and just like have like guilt and just like sort of like lots of negative feelings surrounding work and just output and I'm trying to I mean like obviously doing the podcast is very different because it's just like all of it's just completely up to us and there's no deadlines or no like things that I have to meet but I still sort of can find myself being like oh you know just like a bit frustrated at things and it's just nice because um there's no there's really there's like not there's no stakes and so it's like I don't have to be super wound up about it and I think I'm just trying to take that to the rest of my life and just like being able to just like ease into it a little bit more because yeah I don't know um yeah I think that's just like something I like I definitely struggle with but um I don't know and I think I also uh find myself just okay you know like with my with my brother dying in September I sort of just because I've been I've been I do yoga and stuff every day um Eric and I are doing like one of Adrian's oh and you yeah we're all doing yoga with Adrian her 30 day thing Mm -hmm. but um it's just like such like a moment for stillness um and you know every day and I just find myself I think about him like regardless of the yoga but like especially then and so it's just like Sort of like, cause I've lost, you know, I've lost family members before, but like never anyone this young and like so close to me. And so it's just been really, really hard to deal with. And I sort of like, it really just gets to me because I'm like, oh, I'm just, I just know that it's a thing that I'm gonna have to deal with for the rest of my life. And I sort of worry that, I, that I'll always feel the way that I feel about it now, which I know is, isn't true. Like it's not gonna happen that way, but it is still really, it's just, you know, really raw still. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah Um, and I think yeah just like trying to learn how to because I've always like struggled with you know death anxiety and things like that and ironically enough like my brother was the person who sort of like eased me the most with that and like I can't like do that anymore and so I think it's just like yeah I don't know just like just like connecting all the things and like trying to like I don't know, like work on it seamlessly, which is like a lot to expect that like things will just like be that easy. But you know, just taking it day by day, I suppose that's the only way that you can do anything. That's
1: uh-huh. that was real, Kim. Thank you so much for sharing. I appreciate it. And just uh yeah, that's very human experience and I abilities to tap in and stuff, but I'm hoping, well, I honestly sometimes it's hard for me to be like I'm hoping because it's am like what if that isn't the outcome but uh, anyways regardless yeah. like I'm hoping just like in those moments of stillness you know in those moments of being with yourself um and in the way you know being with your brother I mean he lives on in you and stuff and I think that's just a really beautiful like aspect of just like cultivating that connection to self because it cultivates all these different connections to everything that you connected to and everyone you connected to and I just love to hear that for you um and having that ability and I know growth and healing takes time and everything and yeah thank you so much for expressing that on um you know definitely been a part of the background of um this podcast creation and everything and you been so like diligent and working so hard towards this creation and everything with everything going on in life is much appreciated and just knowing that you I don't know he just lives on it that's like I, I feel like I'm being like not as sensitive as I'm trying to um
0: no it's perfect
1: <laughs> thank you um, yeah mm-hmm. i think conversations also around like grieving and death and everything i feel like should be normalized and stuff a lot more going forward but we can also discuss this a lot more in season two gang but um like uh yeah it's definitely something even mel and i have been discussing on um okay you i don't know how i'd like open up this door but it's already open <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, Mel and I were talking about for a long time, like in terms of just the different uh, curriculums that we want to implement in the education system, um, definitely um, things regarding death and grieving um, should be normalized because it's like, it's inevitable. And even me with my own um, reaction um, to things like grieving and stuff, like I haven't, well, really like at least felt like I've gone through the grieving process, but it looks differently and stuff like that for everybody Yeah, everything, but uh, we can get off this topic um, for the time being, because my butt is about to go down a whole different, <laughs> like, and I'm like, okay, guys, so this is what we need so we can all, yeah, but, um, and also... Yeah, I can discuss a couple more things with you outside of the podcast but yeah if anything are there any last thoughts that you had to give to the guest the lovely guest of wanderlusty podcast
0: for season one um, yeah just that I'm really grateful for everybody for just overcoming you know any feelings of apprehension or anything um and just sort of like being a part of this journey because obviously we would not have been able to do this without, you know, everyone having agreed to sit down and chat with us. And yeah, I'm just really grateful that we were able to, you know, meet all these people and make all these connections that sort of, you know, live on through this. And yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm really excited to keep going and to keep, you know, fostering those connections and making new ones. And
1: yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I also feel the same going forward, just like reaching out to more people too. Cause I, I'm like, yeah, we definitely did some a couple of messages and they ain't hear from me. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely reaching out to more people and connecting with more people, becoming more aware about um, just different ways of living. And hopefully, you know, it's as things get better in the world and stuff we can you know travel again and even you know who knows who knows what our potential in this project has to reach like we you know of course want to have this podcast set up and stuff but you know when traveling get back into the game now that's a whole different ballpark
0: like exactly. hey dude
1: i'm not going you know
0: expose <laughs> what'd you say i said video content <laughs> who traveled on <of> what <laughs>
1: but like thank you for coming back to Wanda (laughs) Leslie and and it's just I love that for us I love all of our potential I love this honestly this whole season was really delicious and I can't wait to work on myself even some more um so I can come back into this uh project with you and like be even more effective and be even more you know comprehensive and mm-hmm. really like know how we want this ship to you know sail so that's gonna be so delicious and I'm so excited to have done this with you Kim because we got great things coming for us and yes, the future is bright why. it's so the bright present
0: is bright as well so you Very
1: bright. <laughs> <laughs> trying to find some moments of ease and but what yo, I mean yeah I was about to say what yoga be saying but what it <laughs> be saying um like finding moments of ease and I don't know something about arriving at this with this breath or something
0: oh but, yes um, yes arriving at the moment with a new breath or like welcoming the moment with a new breath or something all that yeah
1: shit it's like <laughs> coming here but also having these big visions and stuff going forward and- Stuff like that so yeah thank y'all to everybody who decided to tune in thank to you. wanderlust uh, we did that season one is the dun dun ssn man because i'm getting money in them <laughs>
0: all right well this has been amazing as usual
1: <laughs> kim you do great things and y'all keep it up on in the UK, and I'll be over here, mates. Yeah, oh, I'm
0: in you stay, uh, happy, babes, and stay well, stay fed, rested. You know, keep up that yoga, keep up that breathing. You know, I'm my best mates. I think
1: <laughs> we sound well. I sound like Australian. You sound
0: um... down under. <laughs> down under? Okay, that's that so good. bad. <laughs> that was really good but all righty gang later
1: gators and this is us exiting out